no, no, wrong music. It is Trash Tuesday. Time to take out the trash. Time to take out the trash. Time to take out the trash. What's up, friends? Welcome back to Nieces Nugs Podcast and a special Trash Tuesday episode coming at you. That's right. The first Trash Tuesday here in season two. And friends, we have a doozy for you today. Listen, the point of these episodes is to have a little fun, but also it is not to trash specific people but more so a group or type of people that simply don't make sense. We are not naming names and we're not targeting people, but listen, sometimes things just have to be pointed out. And today is one of those days. You know, I live in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, golf capital of the world. And the other day I saw something that just brought back memories that I felt like we needed to address. Friends, today's topic on Trash Tuesday is people who live on a golf course and don't expect for golf balls or golfers to interact with them at all. Friends, there was this dream people had growing up. Oh, if I could live on a golf course or have a lot on a golf course. And sometimes the allure or the attraction is just so much. But what people fail to realize is, is that if you live on a golf course, the chances of a golf ball coming to your yard or your house actually increase if you live on the course instead of living off the course. Now, depending on where you live and what side of the hole you live on and what type of hole it is, it, it kind of varies. Oh, I remember growing up learning how to play golf and growing up in Atlanta in the Gwinnett County area. I was playing a round of golf at Trophy Club Appalachie uh, there in the Decula area. And I remember standing on the 17 tee box. The very first time this happened for me, I was just laying into drive. I was having a pretty good round going. Seems to be the theme of when I have issues. And, and I pulled this drive. I hit this drive so hard and it's going down the left side. And all of a sudden I look where this ball is going to end up and kind of by my eyesight see that this ball is headed directly for a house and a window in which somebody is actually standing on the other side of that window, presumably looking like they're doing dishes. And all of a sudden with this loud bang, the golf ball penetrates the glass, shatters the glass. The person jumps back. And I think the golf ball landed in the sink and at that moment the only thing you can do is pretend that you didn't hit said golf ball and so we drive up the fairway we act like we're not even doing anything and all of a sudden this person comes out screaming and howling as if we had hit it on purpose let me just tell you this my thought is they probably never had a golf ball hit them because I mean I absolutely crushed that golf ball but also because of where it hit And I think that they thought that we had done it on purpose. And after explaining to them there was an accident and apologizing, there was no issues at all. Nothing 
at all. In fact, most home insurance policies cover things just like this. And as a golfer, sometimes they say you're liable, but the reality is how do they prove that you actually did it? Now, there's other times that this has happened. I've been in some groups where people have hit uh, houses and you hear thumps and thuds and roofs and siding and all these things. But let me just tell you, when you play golf in Myrtle Beach, there are houses sometimes on these courses. There's very few houses and or very few courses in Myrtle Beach that don't have a house. And today what I want to talk about is what happens or maybe a specific instance of a couple people on one specific course when my ball ended up in their yard. Now, before I jump in that, let me just tell you, some people have a great sense of humor about this. I was playing on one course and they actually planted a golf ball in their backyard and had a sensor and they actually were trying to get people to come get that golf ball and they had a sensor that when you got close, it set off a sprinkler system and you got wet. Man, just having fun with it. Great time. People realize, hey, you're, the balls are probably going to come in and so just something to have fun with. But about five and a half years ago, I'm playing in a round of golf with some friends. There's eight of us playing, two foursomes, and we're playing uh, pretty competitive. We, I played six holes, and at that time, I was actually one under par, which is, is pretty good. I'm having a pretty good round of golf and pretty decent golfer sometimes, not all the time. And I get to the seventh hole at Burning Ridge Golf Course in Conway, South Carolina, which happens to be kind of a double dogleg, mini dogleg, par five. Uh, and I just happened to lose my tee shot right. Now, the tee shot goes right. I hit it well, but it, it's out of bounds. And it ends up in the yard, the backyard of a house. Now, uh, it didn't hit the house. It did no damage. It just is sitting there. And as we pull up, there's a little bit of a creek kind of guarding that house. And there's no way for me to jump over that creek specifically to go get the golf ball. But the golf ball may be maybe seven to ten paces in the yard. No big deal. Can get it easily. And so I go through kind of a corner area uh, where I'm able to step over the creek and walk ten paces in, ten paces out. I didn't have a club in my hand. I just go in and go out, just get in and get out. No damage done, no fences jumped, nothing like that. And all of a sudden, as I'm kind of making my way, I'm already out of the yard, I hear a screen door slam, and I hear an older man start screaming and cussing at me. Now, I can deal with that. I mean, that really, what's the harm in that, right? The guy's upset. Why are you in my yard? You know, he's having a bad day, whatever. But things began to escalate there. I actually had hit another tee shot uh, because my ball was out of bounds and required me to hit another tee shot. And so I walk up to my other tee shot, grab a four iron and hit it up towards the green. And at all while I'm doing that, my cart partner, who happened to be about 23, recent graduate of Coastal Carolina, him and the guy are just going at it and just kind of going back and forth and there's language flying around and all of a sudden the guy leaves uh, and he comes right back out and he has a gun. Friends, he has a gun. This has escalated from me being one under par, having a chance on the tee to really think, hey, I can get to two or three under with a great tee shot. Me hitting the shot right out of bounds, walking in, no damage done, getting a golf ball to a guy walking out and having a gun and actually pointing it at us. And at this moment, uh, the kid that I was playing with, uh, his dad was actually playing with us as well. He was in the other cart. They were on the other side of the fairway with one of the math professors. 
at Coastal uh, as well. They come over because they hear the commotion, and he calls them crazy because he's got a gun. And the guy actually pulls the trigger, dry fires the gun twice. We hear him pull the trigger, pointing at us twice, hiding behind a tree. And I'm thinking, man, if I had a ball, I would drop it right now and take this four iron and just try to knock him out because I don't know if he has ammo in that gun or not. The side story is the other four guys that were playing with us, they're a hole ahead of us, and they are from Ainer, South Carolina, and they have a carry permit, and they carry all the time. Let me just tell you, the guy's lucky that they weren't playing with us. So we call the cops, and we kind of finish the hole. We call the cops and explain to them that this guy's pulled a gun on us. He's fired it twice at us. Uh, no ammo or you know, no projectiles have come out, no bullets out, uh, but we, we, we need to see what's going on. And he's like, well, actually, this guy's called the cops on you. He's reported that you guys have been trespassing and you're causing a problem. And we're like, that's not what's going on. The cop goes to his house, gets his story because he called the cops. He invites the cop in. The cop actually sees a couple guns in uh, the living room right there. The guy says, I didn't point a gun at them. I, I pointed an axe handle. Uh, friends, an axe handle doesn't make a clicking noise when you pull the trigger twice, just FYI. Uh, and so it kind of goes back and forth. We continue to finish our round. The cop comes up to us and says, what do you guys want to do? We say, we want to press charges. This guy has pulled a gun on us. He's fired it twice. This could have been escalated beyond anybody's wildest dreams. And so he goes through the process and all of a sudden he says, well, the judge says, if I'm going to issue a warrant for his arrest, I'm going to issue a warrant for trespassing for the person who went into the yard to get the ball. Friends, that means all of a sudden I'm on the hook about to get arrested. The first thing I do is I text my boss. I say, hey, listen, I, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm on the golf course, uh, but I might be going to jail tonight. I call my wife, uh, kind of get this situated. But then the next thing I did was I immediately started Googling. Man, Google's a beautiful thing. And trying to find out. Uh, the neighborhood rules. You see, when things, uh, when you when you live in a golf community or you live in a lot of these neighborhoods, they have HOA regulations, and golf communities also have golf covenants that govern the houses around the course. And I knew this, and so I started finding and searching for the neighborhood covenants of this golf course. And lo and behold, not only did I find them, but I found them and found the exact paragraph that cleared my name. In fact, it says that I had the right to go in and retrieve my golf ball so as no damage was done, no fences were climbed, things like that. Friends, I didn't break the law. Let's just get that straight right now. But this guy fired a gun, tried to fire a gun at us, even though he didn't have ammo in it. And so I just tell the guy, hey, look, I'm protected. I'll send you these via email. He sends it to the judge, kind of goes back and forth. At the end of the day, he says, look, would you be willing to drop your charge against him in order for us not to worry about your trespassing charge. Uh, easy decision. Yep, sure, that's fine. We still have three charges against the guy. The guy gets arrested, uh, goes through some pretrial division. He, did, is, he ends up uh, getting out for different things. But just a crazy story. Man, I'm absolutely scarred. Thinking, man, I'm just here to have a good time. Like, golf is supposed to be fun. Yeah, it can be frustrating. But I don't need to be getting shot on a golf course for simply going after to get my $4 golf ball because uh, I want it back and there's nothing wrong with it and I can get it. So, I mean, I stayed away. This was about five and a half years ago. And I stayed away from this course for almost two full years. And I just, people would invite me to play. Hey, we're going to play here. No, I'm not interested. I can't do it. Not interested. Uh, the pros even didn't know how to handle everything. They kind of pointed at us. I said, look, I'm going to send you the copies of these covenants because you need to let golfers know that these are the rights, but you don't, you can't do any damage to property, things like that. 
And so finally I said, okay, time, enough time has passed. I have the scar tissue is kind of going away. I'm going to play golf at this golf course again. So about two years to the day, I go back out and I'm playing with some other buddies, different friends. And I'm actually, uh, I know two of them. One of them, I don't know at all. They had met him somewhere. Uh, it got an Irish fella. He had, he had, uh, had, he had consumed way too much alcohol the night before was kind of, uh, hung over and, and different things. But so I'm riding with this guy, man, I'm having a great round again. The golf course is there for my take in. I'm playing well. We're on the back nine. We have three holes to go. And I'm thinking, man, I, I might actually shoot under par this course. And so I'm standing on the tee of the 16th hole, and I'm under par. The 16th hole is a, a short par four. Kind of hit a three-wood off the tee, you know, maybe hit a 250 off the tee. Leaves yourself a wedge in. I'm thinking, just put it in play. And, and worst case, we make a par here, and we have two holes to see what we can do. And so I take out the three-wood, and I hit it, and I'm under par, and I pull it. I try to hit a fade, and I hit a little baby draw, and I pull it out of bounds into, you guessed it, somebody's yard. I get up there, and there's a sign, and the tree says no trespassing, and so I don't go into the yard right away. There's no fence, but the ball literally is probably five paces away. And so there's a guy outside on the phone, and I'm waving my hands, and he's on the phone. I'm trying not to be rude, and I actually said, excuse me, sir, at one point in time, kind of ignoring me. Uh, and and I'm, I'm just thinking, my ball's right there. I don't have a club in my hand. I just want to get the ball. Uh, again, it's a $4 golf ball. Let me just get it. It's right there. And so uh, he gets, he's on his phone. He gets into the car. And he goes to leave. And so I'm like, you know what? This is my chance. This is my opportunity. So I walk into the yard. And as soon as I turn around to walk back out, I hear the car door slam. And I hear a choice words coming my way again. And all of a sudden, I think, not again. This cannot be happening again. And so I just continue to walk away. I stand on the edge of the property. He comes all the way up, gets in my face, and tries to get, and tries to like intimidate me. And I say, "Sir, I know the rules. I have the covenants. I'll be happy to send them to you. They're saved on my phone in case something like this happens." And about that time, the guy that I had just met. 15 holes earlier, he, the Irish guy, he gets into it, and they start going after it. And guy pulls out his phone. They're filming each other, making threats against each other. He calls the cops. I'm like, not again. This cannot be happening again. He calls the pro shop. Pro shop comes out. I explain to him what happened. He's like, hey, you probably should just stand up people's yards. And I was like, you're probably right, but people probably should realize that if they live on a golf course, Balls are going to come into the yard. There's no reason to get upset about it, especially when somebody's not trying to hit out of it or do damage or things like that. Listen, twice, the last two times in a row I've played this course, something has happened. Well, the ironic thing about this one is this guy happened to be a professor at the school that I'm a minister at. And I'm thinking, man, this, this cannot be true. This is just what is going on. And so ultimately, uh, I get through my round, and I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever play here again. People live on a golf course and expect not to have golf balls come around. I get the frustration, man. I know that there's people out there that take clubs and yards and hit. I understand that there's different things, but if you're really that concerned, put a fence up. If you're really that concerned, uh, do something else, but don't pull guns on people and don't just come out cussing and trying to intimidate people. You live on a golf course. You are living the life you've wanted. Otherwise, you wouldn't have bought the house on the golf course. So what are you doing? Chill out, relax, and realize that you are probably a bad golfer if you don't expect golf balls to come in. Like, there's no, under, no way of not understanding that this could happen.
And at the end of the day, that's what this Trash Tuesday is about. Man, I have been with people who have done some significant damage to some houses. And you know what? They've taken ownership. I, I've been with some people who uh, ha have hit some poor shots. But I've also been with some people who have encountered nice homeowners. And we're not taking those people to the trash. We're taking the people to the trash today who live on a golf course, maybe even who live on the right side of a par four where somebody's driving the golf ball and most people are right-handed are going to slice it over there. Listen, if you don't want a golf ball to come into your yard, there's plenty of houses on the market that aren't on a golf course. And so find one of those and relax. People are on a golf course to have a good time. Help them have a good time. There's no reason for you to escalate the tension even further. That's what I got for you today on this Trash Tuesday. Friends, be nice out there. Be kind. If you hit a golf ball in the yard, be careful and don't climb fences and be very, very generous and cautious, but always, always, always try to pursue peace. Have a great day. We'll catch you next time on the Nieces Nugs podcast. Time to take out the trash. Time to take out the trash. Time to take out the trash. One, two, one, two.